stick into a gadget here with CMC. Yep. Yeah. It's gonna be a rough one. I mean, the Garoppolo Super Bowl. I I I never thought we would win that. Anyway, Garoppolo's terrible. Mm -hmm. You know, Purdy had a good game. It's manageable. Mm -hmm. You're not going to get these things. They're, they're, they're just not going to come about. What's up, world? This is We Need a Fifth. This is your man, Mo. Got my man, Hill, in the building. We got my man, P.O. live. What's going on, man? Good, what's good? Live in the studio. Yeah, man. We're moving up in the world, guys. Uh, in the new studio. Thanks to the to the Ruben family for for hooking us up, lacing us up. Um, NFL Super Bowl, fellas. That's a bad man, Mama. There goes that man. I'm just saying, fellas. Patrick Mahomes has he cemented his legacy as the Michael Jordan of the NFL, as my man Hill said. I mean, are we we there now? And one of the things um, I know I was talking to Hill about um, off the air, just we compare Patrick Mahomes to um, Michael Jordan. And if we do a one-for-one -one comparison, Michael Jordan didn't start learning how to win championships until his seventh year, seventh, eighth year. Patrick Mahomes is just entering his seventh and eighth year. That's a scary thought to, to me. He's just starting to get into his bag now. He's starting to learn. Oh, yeah, this is how we do it. For three chip head start, basically. <laughs> Pete, now you now you hear it. Now you smell it when I'm when I'm smelling, fellas. I I know you guys saw that. Um, Super Bowl had the live live event. Mm -hmm. Held it down for that. What were your thoughts? Uh, I, I want to come to the 49 up here. 49 up here is here. Yo. Well, I, I guess we'll get to Mahomes later. How can't we not skip over right now? I want to put him as an all-time grader. Ready? Mm. I'm willing to jump the gun. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to start with the 49ers. I mean, uh, the consistent defensive threat with a emerging quarterback coming on up until like week 10. You know, it was shaky after, but they they stamped it that they were the team to beat all season. Mm -hmm. And then got shakier within the last six to seven weeks on their defense. But still, I thought, we're still maybe top three teams that I thought could win the, you know, the Super Bowl. Let's talk about the Super Bowl, bro. No, I'm leading. I'm not saying I'm, I'm, it, it, it's a culmination of leading up to it, though. So that defense going in reminded me of what it was up until week 10, mm -hmm. that first half. Okay. And they were marching down. They were, you know, their stamp on that first half was that should have been a 21 to 3 type oh, game. Definitely. Definitely. And it felt like the game was won at the half. But being up 7 to 3. Was that it, or was it 10 to 3? 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10 to 3. Uh, you see, I'm trying to block it out already. Being up 10 3, you just knew it just wasn't enough. And I got fool's goal in the beginning of that third quarter. And there's so many things you could 
put your finger on? I mean, hypothetical with the Drake Green Law, does Kelsey be held in place for the whole entire game? Who knows? Right. You know what I mean? Um, Christian McCaffrey should have got more touches. Mm. Can Shanahan coach a big game? I mean, these are still questions that need to be answered, which are usually answered in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And I still have those questions about my team. So um, what happened? I, to me, I think we imploded that second half. And there were no adjustments made towards it. And then you're hearing scary things that, you know, the coach might have not been aware of the overtime rules that it, that they got there. Mm-hmm. And... Missouri, I mean, um, the Chiefs, they had, I mean, reports were that they knew about the overtime rules from head to toe. You know, they would talk about it. Depending on who you ask. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Right. So, I don't know. It was was rough. I'm still getting over it. Um, But it doesn't seem well for Shanahan in these big games. And, and I think the game illustrated the the slim margins for error for championship games. I think the difference between San Francisco and Kansas City was just little things. Hey, um, the running, run, your star running back ha- hasn't fumbled the ball all season, fumbles the ball. Your special teams that been pretty solid all season has a couple of gaps. Um, where the ball hits a player running in the opposite direction and you lose um, possession of the ball um, to your kicker not kicking the ball correctly and kicking it too low so that it ended up being blocked. You took a point off the board. I, I think those are the slim margins. Like most people go with the um, the saying, hey, the game is a, a margin of inches. And I think we learned that this Super Bowl uh, with two of the best teams in, in the league. But unfortunately for San Francisco, it just too many, too many of those instances where they didn't execute properly. You know, and I think that's it. You know, it's just one break here or there. If if that if your kicker makes that extra point, I think we are actually having a different conversation that. San Francisco might have won that game. No, I think you're still going to lose that game at that time. You can. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I just think he's. I think greatness is just being undersold. I think we're giving him a lot of credit, mm-hmm. but I don't think we're giving him enough credit for who he is. He never looks shaky. Mm-hmm. At no time, he knows where he is at all points of the game. I mean, Andy Reid puts him in great positions, but he's really that good. And I, I completely agree with you. But you bring up a good point about the linebacker. So before he got injured. Kelsey, Kelsey was a no-show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I believe that was that was that was huge. And another question we have is, is what we doing? We gonna blame the defense coordinator that they let go? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's what we doing. Rome, Rome wants blood. Shanahan like is Shanahan's untouchable. Lynch is untouchable. I, if I was Wilkes, I probably, probably would have walked off the field that day. I mean, for those who know, that's that's the wedding scene in New Jack City, right? <laughs> Uh, Shanahan's needle brown and the defense coordinator's little Tell girl. Tell <laughs> the shoe, right? He's you know he's the defensive coordinator's a shoe basically. You know what I mean? Y'all gonna take shots? You know what I mean? And he puts a defensive coordinator right in front of him. Like I, I don't feel like it was the defensive, the defense fault. I mean I know it was Patrick Mahomes and everything. You're going against Patrick Mahomes, but but one of the things that 
you can say I, I know when you look at the, the the highlights from the Super Bowl, especially when you look at the second half and and start looking at what Kansas City was starting to do, they were taking advantage of Bosa being aggressive mm -hmm. and inviting him to do that. And there were a couple of plays up until the game-winning play mm -hmm. that in, in overtime where they were taking advantage of Bosa hey, being aggressive to the quarterback. At what point do you switch up your strategy and say, all right, either in talking to Bosa and saying, hey, listen, this is what they're doing. Because mm -hmm. second, that was the main difference is that, hey, Kansas City found out, oh, we can take advantage of this. Right. If Bosa's rushing in, we're going to throw the screen to that side. We're going to motion Travis to that side and, and get him coming across okay. toward Bosa's side. So they were Patrick was able to take advantage of certain aspects of that defense. So it, it sounds like you're saying it's not blame to go around. Like the, 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 the defense coordinator can be held accountable for not making adjustments. But that's the main word right there, adjustments. Mm -hmm. Like at what point does Shanahan make an adjustment? Like you have to pick up some type of offensive scheme on certain times. Right, looking at last play when they were going for it on third down. Mm -hmm. You know they're gonna send them. You have a high. You had a high. Ayuba or Jennings coming across in the middle, and that play is not drawn up. Everyone sees it. Mm -hmm. And I understand Brock panics, but at the same time, you do have at least two seconds to see the field and, and make that pass. You know what I'm saying? If that's pointed out by your coach. And let's talk about the overtime a little bit. Mm -hmm. First, let's talk about the decision to um, receive the ball first. Do you guys have an issue with Shanahan going with receiving the ball first? They should have played. I, I did. I mean, I thought he should have kicked it off and see what they do. You need a touchdown, you need a touchdown. So it's all gambles. Because I think this is to win the game. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I, I think he's thinking three, and my team will put up a heck of a defensive stand. They weren't doing that after the third play. So that, that wasn't happening. Which tells me you didn't know the rules. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So play defense, you get three, you go down there, you have a safety blanket of getting three. I just thought he was lost. Mm. I, I, I thought he was lost the entire game, actually. My my thought was initially I didn't I didn't have an issue with him taking the ball first, but I thought that if you're going to take the ball first, you have to be aggressive and commit to being aggressive. So you commit to, especially in your in the red zone, it's a four down, four downs. And it, it, worst case scenario, you don't score. And what you call it, you trust, you're trusting your defense to try to, you know, hold Patrick Mahomes back. I thought... If you're going to take the ball first, you have to lean into aggressive philosophy. Like once Brock Purdy, hey, missed that, and you know the pressure caused that miss as far as um, that that last play um, before they kicked the field goal in overtime. Why not go for it again? Um, we were asking for it here a lot. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, Four downs, I mean, yeah, four downs deep territory. And the plan is to get close, close, and, and to score. Making the 
message. And it was just too much throw, throw. Instead of sticking to what got you here with CMC. Yeah. It's gonna be a rough one. I mean, the Garoppolo Super Bowl, I I I never thought we would win that anyway. Garoppolo's terrible. Mm -hmm. You know, Purdy had a good game. It was manageable. Mm -hmm. You're not going to get these things. They're, they're just not going to come about. And thinking three points is going to beat that guy is it's just it's not happening. You know what I'm saying? It's either the seven or you're going to go down losing. And if your defense can't stop them where you had them, if you if you drove and you and you got stopped on the three, mm -hmm. or you got stopped at the nine where you were on a passive play, fine. I need you guys to pin your ears back and get us the ball back. If they don't, you lost, but you went for it. There's no other game after this. I couldn't stand a three in real time. I I, I don't like the play calling. Uh, listen, I, I I definitely agree with you, I, especially in the overtime. Um, especially with McCaffrey, I thought that they had built, built up some momentum with McCaffrey initially in overtime where he got that long burst run for, I think, over 20 yards or whatnot. Why not keep feeding him? You know, and, and that's one of the things that I think um, the 49ers will regret going forward as they look back on this game. And shout out to their defense, too, though. Mm -hmm. Chris, Chris came in in the second half. So I turned on, but when I scheme, when I block him up top and shift, mm -hmm. I mean, put two on him. Or do what Kansas City did to Bosa. Like, hey, you scheme for him to, to get get through, but that's where, where your opening is. And and that's where you throw McCaffrey the screen. So, or give him the um the draw. But what do we think are the chances of um 49ers getting back here? We, the biggest, I think we retain mostly everyone. We pick up Hafanga too. He comes back. He was injured this year, so that that should help to you know the secondary. That that works. So that should help the linebacker for too. And drafting. So I think we we should be back within the mix. And the main thing is the quarterbacks on the cheap. So I'm not concerned at that. It's just that these these things are hard to come by. You know, these chances are coming in. So, chances are, I think it really well. Do you, I know we talked about Patrick Mahomes being the Michael Jordan of the NFL. Are we making that assumption that he'll be back here next year? Hmm. Barring any, like, any oh, major yeah. injuries to the team or anything like that or major losses? Yeah, um... Yeah, like he'll say, I think I think San Francisco is right in the running again. Mm. And the main reason is they could, you know, they make some moves because they have basically an all pro quarterback, but they're not paying him all pro money just yet. Um, in Kansas City, yeah, I, I mean, and to us, the otherwise, I always think Kansas City has a chance to win the championship. I, I, I will always pick them to win the championship, and to us, the otherwise. Now, people are starting to talk about Kansas City as a, a destination place. A place where players will want to go because of Patrick Mahomes, sort of like Tom Brady was with Tampa Bay. Is there any players out there that we think Kansas City should be targeting? I, I don't even agree with that. 
Okay. I, I think it's maybe veteran players who've made mm-hmm. their money and now the only thing I have left to do is win a championship. Mm-hmm. Because you know, Tyreek Hill left. Mm-hmm. Kareem Hunt, like you know what I mean? Like but, but and 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 that's the assumption that I'm making. Like, hey, um players that are still still got something left in the tank, but are at the point in their career where hey, a championship may be mean more to, to them than the next big paycheck. I I believe I mean I don't have a player that I'm thinking about specifically, but I think I would concentrate more on the defense side of the ball. Because mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes has shown me just this give me like an NFL player I can work with. You know what I mean? Like, rice, like you know, <laughs> like, street you know rice. Could Darius Tony stay home? Right. It, it, it's kind of like when Randy Moss came to New England. Like, this mm-hmm. is just ridiculous. You know what I mean? It's almost like they didn't, of course, they didn't win it. They lost the, the final game of the season, the only loss they had. But if you, if you get Patrick Mahomes a top five receiver in the league, you're going to see a repeat of that Tom Brady Randy Moss match. Right. And to that point, do you think? Patrick should be aiming for stats like that or, or, or records like that. Like, hey, um, sort of what, and obviously you don't want the same result, but sort of what Golden State did after they won their first championship. They got, were kind of feeling themselves. They, they, they were riding the momentum and rode that to a regular season record um, win total. And do you think the Kansas City should be Aiming for the the undefeated record and aiming for no, I, I mean I think they they of course like any other team they're going to try to win every game mm-hmm. you know who doesn't but I don't think it should be it's especially in foot well not in really any sport it's just championships that's that, that's all that matters like being healthy we'll we'll talk about it later but in most I think in most people's eyes Patrick Mahomes has passed Elway Manning Drew Brees. They have better total numbers than him, obviously, because he hasn't finished his career. But I don't think people are waiting for the total numbers. No. Because he has more championships. It's over. You know what I mean? Ring the bell. Stop the fight. All right, guys. Let us know what you guys think. Do you think Patrick Mahomes and, and the 49ers will be back um, to for the, I, I guess you would call it a uh, uh, seven years, three feet? Yeah, three feet. Um, it, it would definitely be a three peat for Kansas City, but as far as the, the two teams meet, and again, this is would be officially a rivalry at that point, right? If you meet in like three times in the Super Bowl, uh, we win one, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's the whole added show has to you know, the other team has to win for it to be a rivalry, that's the, that's the only issue. So, I, I guess you know, as a 49er fan. We hope it turns into a rivalry. Yeah, now the team owns the other. It's like right. a simple. Hey, hit us up on social media. Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, um, TikTok, YouTube. Don't forget to like and subscribe to to the YouTube channel. Um, don't forget to hit that notification button so you know when the next video comes out. Also, um, you can hit us directly at we need a fifth at gmail.com. and don't forget to. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to the podcast. Um, fellas, we got the NBA All Star Weekend this weekend. Uh, we, the, they had the Celebrity All Star game last night. I believe uh, Shannon Sharp's team won that that uh, Celebrity All Star game. Stephen A. Smith versus Stephen A. Smith and uh, Michael Parsons was named the MVP. But I kind of want to do a, a mid-season report. 
on the NBA and where we are right now. Um, first, I want to want to get you guys list of real contenders for the championships. Who do you guys have as legitimate contenders for a championship um, this year? Um, and I guess I want to start off with the easier of the two conferences, at least in my mind, the East Coast. Which mean everyone's mind. <laughs> no, as as crazy as it is, I know a lot a lot has changed from you know our preseason picks and selections, everything. Mm -hmm. But for me, I think it stays the same. It's Boston and Milwaukee. And this is for someone, I think I had Philly in third, but I still didn't feel they were a, a real threat. I'm just, I was just always, a, still am a big Joel Embiid fan. Okay. And I didn't anticipate Maxi being playing this well. Mm -hmm. But that being said, I, I think it's Boston and Milwaukee. And I'm kind of just going because Dame and Giannis is on Milwaukee. It's not because how they're playing lately, obviously. Yeah. Hill? Who is in the East? <laughs> Besides, it's what he just said. I'm not. Right, and, and and that's not to say these other teams aren't good. The Knicks are playing really well. Cleveland is on fire right now. Right, but we're saying you asked me who do I think will win a championship? So it's you, so are you guys not are you guys not concerned about the little I guess blip or downslide of the Milwaukee Bucks since Doc Rivers became head coach? I believe they're two and seven at this point. I think this is part of the court. This is what they do. Mm. I mean, outside of that run Giannis had, he would be one of the more disappointing superstars you ever have seen. Why would you say that? Because he drops spans of games and series throughout his career and bad ones. So the fact that they're losing now doesn't shock me whatsoever. I mean, and that championship gives them so much validity. Yeah, it, it's way different from 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 Joker's. It really is. It, it, but to be fair to Giannis, the Milwaukee Bucks have been a top three seed. I think at least the last three or four years. Knock on the first. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. Well, uh, no, I'm just saying as far as hey. They they've had they've been in the top five as far as best record in the regular season right. in, in the past um, four or five years. And I think with Hill, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think what he's saying is it's kind of like we we're just talking in a previous segment about uh, football. No one cares. It's, like, it's kind of like what did you want to do? Right? Like you were saying, saying like Mahomes, you don't really have to have these unbelievable numbers of win totals in a regular season. We just know Pat Mahomes got three. I don't know. Two years ago, I don't know how many wins Kansas City had. I don't know, but you know what I mean. But I know they have three championships. So I think Giannis is kind of like no one really cares if you're a top three, top four if you lose in the first round. He's becoming the Peyton Manning of basketball. I wouldn't say that. Um, to be honest, I look at him the same as Joker. To be honest, as as far as they, they got their chip, and now it's kind of like it's championship or bust for both of them. I feel. Like from this point forward, and then I'm just looking at as them as being all time greats. You know what I mean? Now let me ask you guys this: with Milwaukee and Boston, and I guess with Boston in particular, because I think um, we can all agree we need 
you think that there's the more complete team mm -hmm. do you think there's any there are any teams that are bad matchups for them in the east or that if boston doesn't come totally committed to their you know plan of action could take advantage of it and um possibly upset their road to the championship the complacent celtics miami uh i mean i, I still think they should win I, I mean miami because they play them well so they shorten the game and each possession is important but boston has more talent but they find a way to lose to that team so and they play longest series than they had to against Atlanta. You know what I mean, like, but they're better. So it, it, it's just Boston. If Boston clicks, which I hope they do this time, then no, not even Milwaukee. I think the I think we I think I picked the Boston Celtics, right? I believe so. I just think they have a, a more talented team throughout the throughout in the uh, in the East Coast. What about I know Embiid is is injured right now, but and we're going to start talk a little bit about the mm -hmm. trade deadline um, deals that were made. But I have to admit, I like what the 76ers did before the trade deadline and getting Buddy Hill and our blue campaign um, mm -hmm. added to that to to that roster. And I think that if they have a healthy Embiid. They have a, a real chance of um, upending, you know, those two top seeds in in Milwaukee and Boston. I was counting them with Embiid. I I, I wasn't counting them. He wasn't healthy. I I didn't just didn't have them in. Yeah, like I said, I know you're you're taking account to the additions, but like I said, I had them as th three seed, and I and I said I don't think they could win the chip. Mm -hmm. The thing is, you the caveat here is Embiid being healthy. I'm not. I'm not defending. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a fan of his game. You know, I, I, I like Joel Embiid, but I'm, I, I'm not sitting here waiting, depending on him being healthy. Nah. Especially in the playoffs. From his, nah. He's not. What about the New York Knicks? They've made some some moves, and are they a team that can possibly make a deep playoff run? Yeah, I mean, if deep playoff run, you mean second round, possibly the conference final? Yeah. I don't think they can win a championship, to be honest. I mean, anyone can, obviously, you're in the playoffs, mm. but I, I wouldn't I wouldn't pick them above Milwaukee nor Boston. Um, before we get off the Eastern Conference, any trades in the Eastern Conference that, that caught your eye? Like I said, for me, it was um, Philadelphia with what they were able to pick up as far as shooters mm -hmm. for Embiid. Uh, I like some of the moves that the New York Knicks made mm -hmm. um, to strengthen their their bench and roster. But are there any other moves out there that you guys saw that that caught your eye in the East? Yeah, I, I think the the biggest thing in the East right now is uh, health for the Knicks and the Cavs. Right, um, Julius Randle coming back. Uh, Mitchell Robinson, I think, you know, obviously, those are two key plays for the Knicks. And for Cleveland, Mobley and Garland. Like, you asked me who could upset Boston and Milwaukee. I, I think Cleveland matches up pretty well because of their height, Mobley and um, Jared Allen. 
any moves that you were surprised that wasn't made in moves? I know me, for for example, I was surprised that Miles, Miles Bridges wasn't moved from the Charlotte Hornets. Mm -hmm. But I know he had, uh, he's one of the few players I believe has a, a no trade clause in his contract. But I was surprised that um, he wasn't moved. Um, also surprised that that Miami didn't make any major moves. Well, they picked up Rogier. I don't think I don't think that was it was like right before the deadline, I guess. Yeah. Is that Lowry? Yeah, that's 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 a mini upgrade. Who for some reason I guess Philly wants. Yeah, I don't get that. And then I don't even, and the full disclosure, I've never been a big Lowry fan no. anyways, even in his prime, whatever you think that that was. But um I, I think that's just like a I don't know, maybe he's a good locker room guy. Okay. Which I thought was the case for Milwaukee, and I was wrong about that. I mean, Giannis just doesn't get it. I, I thought Pat Bev would help him out mm -hmm. from a defensive standpoint. Yeah, that's what I think. You know what I mean? And no, I was I was wrong so far. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm 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 concerned about Milwaukee to be honest. Uh, but yeah, I have serious doubts on how far they can. Yeah, I mean. Did the Middleton play anymore? <laughs> yeah, again, that, He's that's hurt a, a lot this year. That's an excellent catch. Um, yeah, that that could be the, the I, you know whatever you think about Middleton, yeah, that could be the difference points. between a championship and a nice second, I mean, a, 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 a deep run and a championship. Yeah. All right, fellas, we talked about the East. Let's Where get it. Let's go go to Murderers Row. Oof. The Wild Wild West. Who are your contenders? Oh. <laughs> I might got like six six to eight contenders. I know that's like sounds like a cop out, but what is where's Phoenix? Phoenix is like six, seven. Five? Um and we'll probably get into it, but I, I thought Dallas won the trade the trade deadline. With, uh, mm -hmm. the, the dude from uh, Washington and PJ Washington. Mm -hmm. Okay. And now they got so they have height now. It's like six nine, six ten, respectively. Calfrit. Um, and then if Lively could get healthy, mm -hmm. I mean, to me, the past three years is what Dallas needed. It was height. And PJ Wash. PJ Washington, six nine. Um. And getting rid of Grant. Yeah, yeah. and I know I think he's a, I think he's a good player, but he's six eight, <laughs> six seven, if that right. So I, I I think Dallas did a great job, um, and I think in so much that now I think they're contenders. Mm -hmm. Okay, you know that that's one team. You say you have about six. Oh, oh easy. Phoenix has Durant and Booker, so I think they're contenders. Um, I'm not sure if I believe in that. Okay, I mean, um. Of course, Denver. Obviously, that's I think that's the most obvious one. Um, OKC, Minnesota. Okay. Um, the only reason I wouldn't pick them to get to the finals of the championship is yeah. just ex yeah, you experience yeah. you. You know what I mean? Like you know, we grew up watching the Pistons, Lakers. You got to go through that heartbreak first. You usually just don't get through on your first try. So that's the only reason. But talent wise, Minnesota, OKC, I, I feel like they could compete for a trip this this year. Uh, so where am I? Uh, so I said. Uh, and will, uh, and will Kawhi play? Oh yeah, Clippers definitely. 
Clippers are definitely a contender. Lakers. Lakers. I don't feel as strong. They have intended material. LeBron and AD. Uh, I can't count them out. I, I know LeBron. LeBron, this might be like the slowest fall off ever. You know what I mean? Because I mean, he's still a good player, but it's like he, you know. But AD's AD, AD's playing well. He's having a good season. The thing about LeBron is he's a heavy front runner. Mm-hmm. So if you get him in the playoffs, I think he's such a downhill cheat code. You know I mean, he he, you, you just have to beat him, which you know. Uh, Denver did. This is a better team, but he lives for these playing games, these one-offs, um, these tournaments. So he he's probably thinking conserve energy. Let's get to the playing games, which I think they would maul Golden State if they had to play. Oh yeah, it's just his type of game. I don't think he cares what seed who's in. Yeah, and then and I'm speaking of experience. I, I said the Lakers. I told you guys Lakers were done last year. And then they beat Memphis in the first round. <laughs> so, just you know, I'm not. I'm not. That's the main reason I'm not counting them out. I saw it. So, you do you agree with the list that he provided as far as who the West contenders are? Yeah, I, I I mostly have everyone in there except for who's who are in the playoffs now. The real playoffs, like the top eight, except for and I, and I just hate doing it except for uh, the guys down there and um. Pelicans. Mm. Mm, okay. Well, I and, and, and you right. didn't mention Sacramento as well. They they have material to do so. Yeah. I, a good coach, exceptional point guard, a good big, and pieces around. So they can make noise in the play. Yeah. Like, any team could be upset it, and any team could go straight through. Yeah, they're like to me like the the Knicks and the Cavs in the East. I think they could make they could possibly make a run. I don't think they could win a championship. That, that's that's the thing. If the Kings somehow make it to the Western Conference Finals, I'd be a little surprised, but not major. Like, that's how good the West is. Yeah, agreed. I I, I, I want to agree with most of your list. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I'm going to be nitpicky with a lot of these teams. Mm-hmm. Minnesota, I don't think they're mature enough. Okay. Um, for... The Clippers, mm-hmm. I don't think that they have enough size. I think um, if Minnesota were to make a deep run, I could see them, you know, being able to beat the Clippers just because they're bigger. You know, I I think um, the Clippers would have issues with some of the other teams that have size like Denver, like L.A., mm-hmm. Um I think with the additions that Dallas has made, I think they would be a tough matchup for them. So is it just overall, overall, or because you know Zubac and Plumley, or is it more like that's that's just not enough? Yeah, that's not enough. Yeah, I don't like that high situation either. You know what I mean? And they and the way Tyloo's Tyloo's um, rotation is, he doesn't log enough minutes with Zubac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually like Zubac. I like him when he's on the Lakers for like a hot second. Strong presence inside, yeah. but yeah, he doesn't get the minutes, right? Know? And the way the way they play it with the the rotation mm-hmm. that they have, they're not utilizing their bigs like that. Mm-hmm. And some playoff time, 
you're gonna have you're gonna need them yeah, against the, AD. You're gonna, yeah, they, they, they're gonna be forced to well Tyreek Lewis is gonna be forced to play. That's the part though. But he doesn't have the wheels to play into that, you know, offense which got them at number three mm-hmm. right now. Because I mean they they were looking to get out the playoffs when they made the trade. People were skeptical and they almost got up to the number one seat mm-hmm. by the way they're playing. So I mean, it, it, Sooner or later, they're going to link up with someone in, in which they're going to need, you know, some big bodies out there, which might not fare well for them. But I guess we're going to have, hopefully, they're going to have to outscore people. You know? And um, for me, I think Phoenix is going to have the same issues as Barnsley. Um, their defense concerns me or their lack of or mm-hmm. their inability to have significant stops. Um I think it's clear everybody knows that Booker, Durant, Bill, if he ever um, gets healthy, can can get their own shot. And there's there's not too many teams that can make it hard for them not to get what they want on the on the offensive side of the ball. But come defense, that's where all the questions start. And I think with Phoenix being in the West, with all these high powered teams that we're talking about. You have to be able to hang your hat on 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 some type of defense, or have some type of strategy on how you're going to get significant stops or turn these stops. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't believe that they do have that strategy, even though they have a defensive minded coach. Um, and that's some of my issues with Milwaukee. You know, yeah, I think they you know as we all spoke about all these teams. I think. Either either it's inexperience or they're just not. You know what I mean? Like I feel like Minnesota OKC is on one side, and then like the Lakers and the Suns on the other side. I mean, they all have these 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 faults. But you know, and I feel like the only team really that gives me like the both of both worlds is Denver. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I, I I know I've been talking to both you guys about it, but. I really like what they're doing at OKC. And that kid, SGA, he's making me a believer. I think they can make a real, they can make a serious run at the championship. Oh, yeah. Yeah, don't know. Welcome to the party. I, I think I think Hill might have been first in SGA. De- definitely. And, like, yeah, this season, like, I, it's not, I'm not getting, I'm on the train already. Like I'm, I think he could. Like I said it one on the earlier show. I think he could be one of the ones. Like I'm not talking top. I mean the guy. Um, yeah, I was like the team is good. I mean it sounds great. Really, it's like, yeah, a good team. And, like I like them like top to bottom, top to bottom. I just like the team. Jalen Williams, both of them. Um, Giddy, um, Chad, uh, even their bench was the kid from Kentucky, um, Wallace. Okay. Wiggins, bro, and I think they just got Gordon. They traded away and they got um, Gordon That's Hayward. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I didn't really love that move, obviously. But <laughs> like Gordon Hayward was a good player, but I, I thought they were fine how they are. I don't know. Maybe they thought they needed some veteran leadership for the playoffs. But one of the things I really like about the team is this: is such an intelligent team to be so young. I think they have a high basketball IQ type of team, and it's spreads across the the roster. It's not just isolated to SGA and Chet. To your point, those other young players are making, you know, 
good decisions. They're playing quality ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm, I'm gonna put pressure on you. So, like, how far do you think they could go? Because it sounds like you got them over Minnesota, basically, because of their poise or yeah. basketball. Idea. Yeah. So how how far? I I think we could see them in the Western Conference Championship. And I wouldn't be surprised if we saw them playing the Boston Celtics in the cha- for the championship. I wouldn't be surprised at all. And I'll, and I'll shock you. I, I think actually this year Minnesota goes further. And the reason why we said earlier is that they have two substantial bigs. I mean, they, they, they should have their bigs with Bismarck, Biombo, Chet, and Chet Smith. And Bismarck is actually small, too. Because yeah. if they go against the Joker, they're going to be well, you so you need something other lines of a potent scorer outside, mm-hmm. a slow mo to help a, a Conley, mm-hmm. and then you have Towns, who's having one of the best years of his career. Mm-hmm. And Rudy Gobert is actually making you think like, all right, the trade is actually working because mm-hmm. he's playing good defense this year. I actually think Minnesota is going to shock people this year. The playoffs. And, and I think I would be shocked if I saw that. Um, I'm just really down on Minnesota and and their bouts of immaturity sometimes. And, you know, um, and, and what really threw me off is Cat's 62 point game where they lost that game, and it was a total team effort why they lost that game. They were forced feeding Cat, and Cat wasn't veteran enough to say stop forcing it to me and let's play ball and win this. Mm-hmm. Instead, it was, oh, let me get the ball some more and, and force force it some more so I can chase some points. Yeah. And that's the lack of it, maturity that I see from them. And it that concerns me, especially with Anthony Edwards on the trajectory that he's on. Because I think Anthony is slowly coming into a, a leadership role with that team and taking over that team like he should. But like I said, you have these bouts of immaturity from Carl Anthony Towns in particular that throws a wrench into the to the works. And that I, I key in on that game because it showed me Carl Anthony Towns still has some growing up to do. And Anthony Edwards hasn't, his voice hasn't grown enough to say, no, we're going to stop that. Yeah. You know, and we're going to win the game. I wanted but, both of you to finish your takes. For Hill, that is no surprise that you picked Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he was on Anthony Edwards, you know, for very early. So it doesn't surprise me. But, um, and I know your, your take on Minnesota. So that's, that's about right for both of you. To me, it's, 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 it's putting up and showing. To me, they had just have an awful history in the playoffs. That, mm-hmm. That's why I'm scared with them. Mm-hmm. But for that point, I look at Booker and his 60-point out, and he lost both. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and and that's them feeding him, trying to get to – when you're when you talking about 60 and 70 numbers, I want people to feed him because I want to see history done while mm-hmm. I'm here. So I don't mind that. That 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 much. But I understand your standpoint in which you're saying, like, let's win it. That game – out of one, unless it's something to get them into the playoffs, I won't mind it. And at this point, they've been jostling for one and two. So they're doing something right finally this year. For Anthony Edwards, I mean, I, I see him coming off of a semi-okay year, which he was still putting up 20-plus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And um, Pat Bentley saying, you have seen nothing from this kid because he called it early saying, like, this kid's going to be able to take over the year. And then take that next step to FIBA and then him come now to solidify that player who he was in FIBA. I think something special could be brewing with this team just from a defensive standpoint, who they are. If they're playing defense, I think the offense will come into their to their own right. I do not like I like the glitz and glamour of OK City. I love how fun they are. Rubber meets the road. It's down low play and Chet being bullied as opposed to him not having the body weight. You know what I mean? All, all those things playing a part. We're going to have to see a lot of SGA going nuclear. And he's that player. Is he capable? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And he's going to do one of those in the league. It's just added too much to them. He's going to take him that far. But I don't think they have enough girth inside pause, to, you know, to make those steps. So I'm banking heavily on, on Minnesota for some, um, I can't say upsets because it's going to be three. Yeah, that's that. That's the thing. I, I feel in the first round, good luck trying to find an upset, even if a lower seed beats a higher seed. That's not in most cases. If the Lakers or the Suns are a lower seed and they win, it's them, it's them and the Pels. I, I, listen, I I expect Minnesota to win that series. If they don't, then yeah, that's that would just be playing into how bad Minnesota is as a franchise historically. But I have them winning their series from seven and eight. Lakers are eight. I believe, well, I believe right now it's Lakers and Go- I believe it's Lakers and Golden State might be seven. Really, Golden State won a few games to come because Golden oh, State no, at one no. point was in ten. They might be nine and ten. I think. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Sorry. So seven and eight. Sorry, sorry, people. The playing game. So who's seven and eight? Are uh, probably Sacramento. Dallas and Sacramento. Yeah, yeah Sacramento kind of slid, slid a little bit. Um, but if number one, all right. So if number one. Would be who Oklahoma City today? I guess yeah. Denver, Minnesota, going back and forth, and I think Denver's right there now. Right. Um, Denver two, OKC one, or Denver one. I think Denver's. I mean, it literally switches like every night. I don't. I, I thought it was. I think Minnesota's still one, right? Minnesota's one, Oklahoma City two, mm-hmm. LA Clippers three, mm-hmm. Denver Nuggets four. Phoenix Suns five, New Orleans is six, Dallas is seven, Sacramento is eight, Los Angeles is nine, and Golden State is ten. So you're talking about cowbell, ring the bell versus Minnesota. They could win that series. Yeah. Yeah. They they could win that series. And Dallas versus the OKC. And they could win that series. Yeah. Yeah. You, you you really can't. I think we spoke about like the team that you want to see might be like the Pelicans or the Kings. And believe it or not, and I don't know if you really like, want to see. Yeah, it. Like, want to, see to me, it's the Pelicans or the Suns. Suns. Um. Yeah. I, the, the next big after Nurk is Durant. Yeah. Yeah. And he asked him to do all that scoring. I think you take one of them out the game and. They, they could be a one out. Yeah, like I said, I, I, I don't see an upset. Yeah, I, I just, I, I don't, I just don't see an upset in, in. It doesn't even matter who plays who. I'm not going to be surprised either way. It's that competitive for mm. us. Maybe Golden State. 
Were there any trades in the West that, that caught your eye? Yeah, like I said, it's just Dallas. I, for me, it was um, LA Lakers picking up uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. That was a trade. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. all we're waiting for. Yeah, I thought it, th it was a good pickup, but I, I think they needed, it's kind of, they just needed hype. I don't feel like that's exactly what they needed, although I, I'm, just, I'm a Dinwiddie fan. I think it's a good addition, but I don't know if that moves the needle, so to speak. Any teams that you thought should have made moves that did? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Warriors. Playing some the Warriors, they needed, <laughs> Warriors needed uh, a Bridges. Warriors needed a P.J. Washington. Mm -hmm. Warriors needed big. They don't have a center. Now, there's rumors out there that um, they made calls for LeBron. Do you think that would have been a, a good fit if they had been able to um, pull that off? I think, I think so. I think it's something he always wanted to do now, come to find out. I think that would push them from wherever they are, 10th to maybe about what, 8th? <laughs> You're really down on LeBron, huh, man? Yeah, I don't know. I, it didn't happen, so I'm not really worried about it, uh, thinking about it like that, but it, it would have been interesting. Oh. Let me ask you guys this. If if I force you today to tell me hmm. who's in the championship, who's playing for the chip this year, hmm. who do you got at, at the midseason? Celtics Nuggets. Same thing for you, Phil? Yeah, Celtics definitely. Nuggets? Definitely. I think I have to agree with you guys. As much as I want OKC to be there, I think. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, actually. I'm actually rooting for OKC to make it, but I think they're going to make it. I think it's going to be the year back to back. Um. Well, that's, that's interesting. That's Celtics, if y'all can't do it now. Yeah, no. I, I, think, I think they're going. It'd be nice that they go, but I just think it's the year. Let me ask you guys this. To a peace point, if the Celtics aren't able to make a significant run, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? They're not even able to make it to the championship game. Does Boston need to take serious consideration in breaking up that duo? Of Brown and, and Tatum? I, I don't think so. Because um, I feel like they were going to do it before they went on this run. Hmm. Um, I, I think they're both maybe 25, 26, or something in that range. You got, you got maybe like 10 more years of mm -hmm. these guys. I, I, I just tweak it. It would be disappointing. I, I would just tweak it. That'd be a quick tweak. Coach is going. Yeah, that's an immediate tweak. Start there. <laughs> off with his, off with his yeah, he, he's out. I mean, depending on their showing in these playoffs, I mean, it's a good chance that he might be going anyway. I mean, I thought the perfect fit for that team anyway was always M.A. Udoka with that 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 culture that he built there. Mm -hmm. And I think he gets the most out of them. I think they, they tend to let up because of him. They played a decent final. They were just young when they played Golden State. Mm -hmm. And losing Emmy, I think, hurt their team in general. Yeah, he's, he's, he's Taylor Pippen. 
Guys, um, hit us up on social media. Let us know what you guys think. Who do you have as your your um, NBA contenders, championship contenders at the midseason uh, season um, point? Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit that notification button so you know when the next video is coming out. Also, you can hit us up directly at we need a fifth at gmail.com. Fellas. What's on the radar? Um, we cut it short, so I want to give that man his flowers, unfortunately. And that's that's the radar is just seeing that Patty Mahomes is just an all-time great right now. You know, I mean, I, I don't know how much praise I can actually add to it. I mean, the fact that my team lost to him, it wasn't it was hard the way they played and how they lost it, but who they lost it to, I, I had no problem with. I mean, you like to see people lose to greatness. Um, just want to be around and and then just want him to be healthy enough, you know, to surpass Brady. <laughs> um, and you, you, you brought something back to my mind. I want to send condolences from the show to um, the fans of the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, there was a young lady that lost her life after a parade due to gun violence. Um, 19 people, additional people were injured in that. Several of them were children. Um, so just want to send our condolences, our prayers, our well wishes to the Kansas City fans. Um, know that, hey, you have our, our, our prayers with you. Um, Pete, what's on your radar? Um, it's February, yeah, March is soon coming, and um. March Madness, but not the usual March Madness that I was looking for. I'm talking about on the women's side. Mm -hmm. um, Talk about it. Talk about it, Pete. Show you on the record. Just uh, looking at teams like South Carolina, LSU, Connecticut, Iowa, USC, Stanford. I've never had this much interest in, in this this many teams in the women's game, college basketball. Ever. It's always Be been one Pete. Be one It's always been Tennessee or Connecticut. Um, dare I say, I'm looking forward to the women's tournament more than the men's tournament. I didn't think I would ever say that in my life. I'll See, I'm, I'm working on them, guys. I'm working on them, guys. Um, I'll wait. He's coming soon. He's coming soon. We're going to get him soon. I'm watching my pick right now for the chip so, right now. Yeah, so that, that's it. I, I'm, I'm on, so women's college basketball NCAA tournament is on my radar. Um, on my radar. Uh, Doom Part 2 is coming out soon, so I'm there for that. I'm super there for that, March 1st. That's going to be an early birthday gift to me. Thank you. Um, also, March Madness, to, to Peace Point, can't wait. Um, women's College Basketball got a lot of exciting players for us to follow. Caitlin Clark just broke um, the scoring record. NCAA Division One scoring record. Um, she's on track to try to uh, break the scoring record for men's and women's. I believe she's about 300 points away from Pete Maravich, mm -hmm. um, all-time scoring record for both men and women, Division One um, college basketball. So good luck to, to her on that. Um, yeah, and House of the Ninja, Netflix. Definitely there for that. I'm there for that. So that's come out. 
That's what I want to check out this weekend along with the NBA All-Star game. Are we checking for the All-Star game? In there. Not really. <laughs> I, I, I've, I've lost interest. I just, I don't know. I just lost interest in the All-Star game. But you, you got to admit that NBA All-Star game is the best All-Star game held in American professional that, sports. Not close. Healthiest person in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> um, any of y'all checking uh, Beyonce country album? Yeah, not bad. Well, okay, all right. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast uh, wherever you listen to your podcast, and don't forget to like and subscribe to the YouTube video. Hit that notification button and hit us up on social media: Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Um, and you can hit us up directly at we need a fifth at gmail.com. To the beehive, Hill's number is 91. <laughs> Peace. Peace. Peace.